Hello, dear listeners, and welcome to the VBA podcast. My name is Leila Resme. And I'm Cristina Tumino. And today's episode is episode number 10, entitled The Only Constant is Change. Yes, this is actually one of um, Heraclitus' uh, famous uh, quotes. Um, Heraclitus was an ancient Greek, and he actually, to explain this, he said that it is impossible to step in the same river twice because it will never be the same either 100 years uh, later, 10 years later, a month later, even an hour later, because there will always be some kind of change. Whether the person they're stepping into the, the, the river has any kind of change in any aspect, physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, or the environment has a change or both. So it's um, in this way, he's saying that change is always inevitable. We need change um, to allow kind of um, um, things to, I don't know, go up and down and the natural laws of the universe in some way of um, having day and night and, and, and death and birth, because thanks to something dying and gives room for something else to to, to, to grow, to, to, to be born in some way. Mm-hmm. And that's it's, like the natural, it's like the natural flow of the river. And I guess this is also why, because the, the water in the river always flows. So it's never the same water that we step into. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like you said, change is always inevitable. It's like the, the natural flow of life that we need to actually live and die, like you say. And we cannot avoid it. I think the only thing we can do is decide or at least try and affect which way the change is going to go. Is it going to be a good change or is it going to be a bad change? And I think at the moment, what we see in our world is that the change is not so good. I don't know how you feel about that, but what I have noticed is that people, especially the the younger generations, are increasingly becoming a lot more weaker and emotionally unstable. And um, yeah, I think that's kind of like the the main thing I have seen. And maybe it's because they, it's the use of social media that disconnects them from the reality. And we can often think that this change is kind of good, right? Because we have you know, we were so connected and all these things, but actually it affects people in a bad way. I think, <clears throat> I, I agree, generally speaking, of course it depends on individuals and situations, but generally speaking, I do believe as well that the world is changing in some way, like it's going, it's changing for the worse in some way because um, things are not, um, um, how can I explain? Like, if we take, for instance, education. Education, like we see on one side technology and how advanced it is and all the things we can do, like we can now switch uh, uh, the lights just by saying, Alexa, can you turn off the lights? While I remember when I used to watch TV, um many years ago with my grandmother she used to have a stick 
to change the channels in the, in, in the TV. We didn't even have remote controls. So things have, of course, changed in, in technology in many fields, in, in, uh, in even agriculture or, or medicine or like lots of like social media and everything. So we would see that as a progress kind of thing. But for instance, if we consider school, and I would still question if that is actually real progress or not, what we just were talking about. If we consider schools, um, schools are exactly the same as they were 100 years ago. Of course, there were things that changed because as we said, change is inevitable. So we don't have, uh, for instance, teachers that hit the students when they need to learn or um, uh, programs are now different, like your curriculums and stuff are, uh, can be a bit more like, they can be more, how say, a variety of things that you can do. Uh, but more or less the system is exactly the same. Like the way, the way, the way that was conceived, where uh, children are all educated following the same kind of like being in the same classrooms and learning the same thing at the same pace and having the bell that says like, okay, now you need to move and go to another classroom or another teacher is coming to your classroom or like having subjects divided in, things divided in subjects, like all these kinds of things that come from the industri industrialization revolution and all these things that happened in that period, in the period of the enlightenment um, is exactly the same, hasn't really changed. So that would make, should make us think, like, what kind of change are we talking about? Because I think everyone is so obsessed with progress right now, aren't they? Where it's like, everything is progress, the technology is progress, and we're moving forward, and life is getting better. But we kind of like, we need to stop and actually think about, you know, how much progress are we actually making? Yeah. Because what ends up happening is that we end up making changes and then mm -hmm. we call those changes progress yeah. but every time we make a change it has an impact on everything else yes so for example right now we live in a world which is very how do i say it very comfortable very convenient we can have everything and that seems like progress, but actually it makes us incredibly lazy. It makes us have less discipline. So it makes us weaker uh, as, a, as a society. And at the day of recording this video, the Russia has literally invaded Ukraine. Mm -hmm. So all of a sudden everyone's scared about war. And it's very interesting to me because we have lived, especially in the Western world, we have lived in a kind of, fantasy idea that war is never going to happen even though the you know world war ii and world war uh, and world war one went even that long time ago but yet we are so kind of comfortable in the idea that you know war is like this abstract thing that happens only in you know the middle east or something like that so now where it's actually you know we are having to face this possibility it's you know, it's a bit scary to people, but maybe this is actually what we need in order to, you know, create that shift in us to actually make us stronger people and bring more meaning into our life, if you know what I mean. I, I actually um, talk about this in, in, in the book I wrote about, you know, when we talk about the constant is change, you know, these ups and downs. And I talk about the generations, like the people, the generation that were um, alive during the, uh, first world war the one world one um 
they approached to things in life like they were hard worker they were they had lots of discipline they were i mean in the family like the, the, normally the dad was the one that had kind of authority over the children although mom is the one that was giving that caring thing and, and, and growing but everything was about like hard work and values that were real strong values uh, whether they were right or wrong but there were strong values present and uh, this has changed while circumstances around us have started to change politically speaking and and as well socially speaking so generations have gone through this like kind of up and downs like um after the war people started to kind of like you know rebuild um everything like even physically speaking rebuilding uh things and and, and the whole country and buildings and and their life and they were like you know like strong and restarting like their own businesses and then they started to become like successful people of course because they work very hard but the generation they came after that were normally more used for instance to don't really do much uh, because everything was easy for them because their parents did everything and they did, there was this belief that they didn't want their children to have to go through what they went through and I actually personally think that this is wrong because everybody has their own lessons and path in life and it's nothing to do with what I um of course we don't want war I'm not saying that we want war and that's good for everyone but what I'm saying is the harsh moments difficult moments are the ones that make a person strong mm -hmm. so if this is what's happening in society and nowadays we go to a stage where parents, for instance, are so highly protective with children that they they really don't don't know how to take risks, like even physically, like going and climbing trees and be out there and playing in the streets and doing all this stuff, where they actually start to build that kind of confidence and and learn from errors and all this stuff and 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 learn how to better assess risks because that's what you learn. You learn to train yourself. But if you are used to being inside, uh, playing with a video game with your friend that is not even physically in there, sometimes physically, and I see that as a very sad thing. You have two little children or even teenagers sitting next to each other, not even talking to each other, but playing to each other, not moving, not using the body to do what is here to do. That, for me, that's not progress. That's not, like, that is technology. And that's when I was talking before about education, I think we need to understand this progress from what which point of view, because if we're talking in terms of the person, individually speaking, if a person is not educated in the way that supports that kind of building that strong character and understanding who you are and all this stuff, and it's not about training yourself to live in the environment, and, and do things better and come to do what you came here to do. If you don't have that kind of progress within, then everything that you do, any action that you do and interaction you do with the world will reflect what you have inside. So if the education hasn't really changed, this is a mirror of what is happening outside nowadays in, 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 in the world. This crumbling, mm -hmm. the whole world is crumbling. Even when we see this, what happened with COVID, People live in fear, yeah. many people, I'm not saying everyone, thanks God, but many people live in fear. They're driven by an emotion. They're not even using, and when you are in fear, you're not really using your mind. 
Mm -hmm. when you don't use your mind, you don't make the right choices. You don't understand where you're going. You just go towards a cliff. That's what you're doing. And I think that is, that's what we need to understand what, and people are obsessed with progress. But also when you were saying about, um, you know, like um, the different ways, the kind of family structure was and the way people were getting brought up, that also made me think also about the way we have relationships. And back in the day, the relationships were a lot more stable where, you know, you had a man and a woman and they had marriage that was supposed to last a lifetime. There wasn't the kind of, you know, sleeping around and dating and being free, what people call, um, because they think this is freedom to not have to, you know, have just one person for the rest of your life. And I'm not saying one is wrong and the other one is right. But I'm saying that everything comes with ups and downs, because what we see now is that the more we have moved away from the traditional structure, the more we have moved into a sort of chaos where most people are lonely. They don't know how to find someone, a a companion for life. I think it's even, sorry to interrupt, it's, it's even worse than feeling lonely. Some people don't even, they question even their real identity to don't even understand if they are woman or men. Mm-hmm. This has never happened in, in history. I mean, it has actually many, 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 many years ago. But that is, is, is to show how societies are really crumbling because you don't mm-hmm. even know if you go to the core of like people, there's not even a proper strong, there's nothing there that's holding the person up. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And yeah, this this is what we see with everything. And we seem to call all of this progress because it's more freedom and more, you know, expression and blurring the lines between everything. But actually those lines are, you know, the, the, the kind of, you know, pose and structure to hold the whole society together. And so when we blur those, like we have nothing left we will just have chaos. And I think this is what we are seeing right now. And again, this is not to say that, you know, the the kind of more traditional life of the past was ideal because it did have its negatives. But what we're trying to say is that what we have now is not really progress. It's, yeah. it's a change, but is it change for the better? That yeah. is questionable because we do see a lot more people dealing with mental health they 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 you know more families are you know there are so many single mothers now and back in the day that that wasn't a thing and it has been proven that you know and I'm sure you know a lot about this that a child needs both parents to be brought up optimally and you know have optimal mental health and everything else and Again, this is not to say that it's just for the children because it's not not everyone needs to have children. But yeah. it's, you know, the point is, is that all these different changes are not necessarily good. And we need yeah. to think about what they are. And going back <laughs> to what you were saying is that ultimately, if we want to have good change, we have to change ourselves because... I feel like at the moment, everyone's sort of like pointing fingers at everybody else. And 
it's very easy to do that you know it's very easy to say well you know you guys are sleeping around and that's why the world is crashing and you guys are confused that's why the the, the world is the way it is and you know we fail to look at our own selves and this is the key because we have to do that we have to take responsibility and it's it's a hard thing to do to you know discipline yourself oh yeah I think it's very hard and I agree with you completely and I think it's because most people are lost very lost within themselves they don't really know who they are and it's way easier as you said to think that the problem is always somebody else the 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 situation or whatever is going on is because somebody else is not vaxxed or it is vaxxed or it's like whatever it's always somebody else the reason is like oh that person is actually uh, beating me so it's the person the problem is the, the the person that is beating me my boss is bad the problem is the boss we never see we never take many many people don't know i think they don't even know how to take responsibility because this is something you need to kind of start to learn to do when you are young and this is something that was quite is quite um visible like the the parents and generations for instance they were leaving the world or like very difficult periods in time normally were very kind of um successful if we can say to face things uh, because they got to a point that they didn't have choice. They have to either just die, like let it go and die, or touch the bottom and start to, from there, be kind of connect with that real fire within and go and fight and believe your own values and create your strong character. And that's what the world is kind of lacking right now, I think. I would argue that too, that actually the only time when we connect with our true selves is in times of hardship and struggle because that's when we are literally left without a choice you know we either we either find that inner fire or we don't and then we fail and possibly die if it comes to you know if it's in a circumstance like a war or something and because we have been so comfortable and we I would argue that we are actually taught that you know pointing fingers is the way <clears throat> to go and that we are victims that we are victims of our of the the reality the world is very bad and you know well me you know it's never okay this is going on what should I be looking at my within myself in order to change that in order to actually make a good change in the world that will reflect because if you change yourself then everything around you will start changing and you will no longer need to complain about other people yeah because there's so much you need to do about yourself that you would never even have either the time or or, or you will understand more how can be how does it even make sense to complain about others because it's hard. It's hard to work on yourself already. So, Why do you think it is so hard? Why is it so hard to change ourselves? Well, uh, I think for sure one thing can be because in order to bring some change, you need to be able to get uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You need to do that. And nowadays, the generations of today, they are taught to be comfortable. Everything is easy. Everything is now, now. Do you want something? Buy. Buy it on Amazon and you will get it the same day. 
So everything is now everything is easy and everything is comfortable. While in order to bring change, you need to get uncomfortable. You need to make that effort. And effort is not easy. Effort is not, it requires lots of hard work. And people are not used to really do hard work. And I'm not saying that people are not, <clears throat> sorry, cannot not do like work hard on certain things, but they want things easy because that's the way they learned. And yeah, if I, I don't to... think it's that they're not capable. It's yeah. just that they're not taught how to actually go and get it and do it for a long enough period of time. Because I think another important thing is that change happens over time. You know, there, there can be instant change, but usually the instant change is not very long lasting. So we don't really want to focus on that. We want to focus on things that take time to grow. You know, it's like when you plant a seed, the tree takes however many years to grow and then it has to like, you know, give fruit and things like that. But right now, because everything is like now, 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 when we don't see the results right away, we get discouraged and we're like, well, this doesn't work. And it's, it, that's not how the reality is. The reality is you put in effort, a lot of effort over a long period of time and then you get your reward. Not the and I, yes, but I think, the, funny enough, when you don't put, you don't do the change you have to do in reality, you actually end up working even harder because mm. things in your life become so much, much like very difficult. And, and like if you're in a bad relationship and because you chose not to take responsibility and, and make that necessary change to get your life better, then your life in that relationship will only get because change is inevitable. And mm -hmm. if that will get worse and worse and worse and worse, so you make your life even harder. So why not working harder to make it better and change the direction of things. So instead of going into kind of, you know, everything is miserable, uh, everything is bad luck, everything is because of this, and then this is happening and everything's done, you get into that mindset of everything is wrong and everybody, and then you start to be resentful and then you start to take all the negative aspects that within yourself and you start, of course, and you, the more you carry on denying reality in that sense, the more you get into that mindset and the more the change goes into the wrong direction. And that's why at some point the universe or God needs to interfere to shake a bit those walls that you're building, that prison that you're building to help you to make the change to the, out, to the other direction. But it's even harder to get out from that hole or that prison that you made because it's so strong and bigger and the more you uh, become stubborn and obsessed on like carry on doing it because you're too scared or whatever is the reason, the worse become your life. Well, if you mm -hmm. take, if you bring the awareness and stop looking and I mean, not stop and start to look at reality for what it is. So bring that right awareness and start to do as you were saying, little steps in terms of like changes, a slow process. You do one little step and another little step, and another little step until you get to the point where you look back and you see, oh, wow, look where, how, how far I am. Mm -hmm. And because you have done it slowly, you have been learning the lessons, you are becoming stronger on your way up. So it's not just that you just jump and get there, but then you haven't learned all the other lessons in, 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 
in between. And then as soon as you have another obstacle, maybe you roll back even farther down than where you were at the beginning. That's why you need to go slowly and do one step and then another step. So then you can become stronger and go to the right direction. And God will be there helping you and blessing your path. Things will start to get better and things will start to... People need to realize, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. Good things take time. Mm -hmm. Bad things take time also. So we need to, you know, make that conscious decision and actually look at ourselves and try to figure out what is it inside of me that is making me go in that direction and then change that, you know, change it. So you change the direction and whatever change that's happening, it's going to happen in that new direction, which is good change rather than bad change. And I really like what you said about, um, you know, the kind of divine intervention, because I think this is what's happening to our world right now. The reason why we are having another world war is because we haven't made the changes. We haven't learned the lessons. We haven't, we haven't done what was supposed to be done within ourselves on individual and on a collective level as well, because it all reflects. But again, it's not about pointing fingers. And what we need to realize is that we make our own luck and we also make our bad luck. So it is down to us, essentially, you know? So, so when things, when bad things happen out of nowhere, we think it's out of nowhere, but actually it is the, our wrong choices built up over a period of time and us resisting that change to the point where you know, the, the, the rubber band actually snaps and then we have chaos. Yeah. And then we are wondering, you know, why, why are all these things going on? Well, they are going on because we haven't implemented the changes that we either didn't see or didn't want to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like when, let's pretend a person uh, starts to date a, another guy and they start to go out and then, you start to notice, of course, it's at the beginning, love, everything is beautiful. And then you start to notice there's something that is not quite right. And then important values about yourself are actually starting to not match with the values of the other person. And then your lit- the little voice inside you is starting to say, mm, I don't like this. But then you carry on anyway. And then you start to get older. You don't address think, it. I need to get married. It's time to get married. I need to have children. And then you don't listen to that voice. So you are making the choice. Mm. of not taking responsibility this can also be on the flip side as well let's say you are in a relationship right and your partner ends up cheating on you and then you're wondering you know how could they do this to me you know like how dare they we are in a relationship this shouldn't happen and then actually what has happened is that person never gave their partner enough love never gave them enough attention never respected them, never appreciated them, which completely drove their partner away until they found someone that gives them all those things, you know? So now you can say, oh, I'm such a victim because I got cheated on. Or you can be like, hmm, what could I have done wrong there? And that's not to say that, you know, obviously bad people exist, but these are actually, when we think about it, these are only very rare cases, yeah usually and I think something is people reacting <clears throat> to our actions or the lack of them yeah and I think the bad 
in reality, we all are bad and good. It's not like it depends on who actually kind of um, water that seed of being bad within that dark side and makes it grow. And, and, and those are the kind of very bad people. And the ones that kind of try to keep it under control are the ones that can um, kind of uh, allow their good side to kind of, you know, um, flourish uh, and strive in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, is it strive the world? I, I'm not sure, but yeah, to, to, to flourish for sure. So what uh, happens is we are all the bad and the moment we choose to stay with that person, whether because it's cheating or because it's not the right person for us, the bad within us is the one that is choosing to allow this to happen. Mm. So we're not taking responsibility. And the problem is that that bad just starts to grow because the more you get, for instance, with that person and then you get married and then you have a child and the more things start to get worse, because you realize that that is really not the right person. And when you have a child, things get more difficult and complicated because raising a child is not an easy thing to do. And then at some point you split. And then I don't remember, I wrote this in my book. I don't remember now the number of um, um, people that divorce uh, by when children are less than five years old. So how can this be possible? It's because the foundation were not right since the beginning. So if you heard to that little voice back then when you knew there was something wrong and you just kind of, you know, um, took responsibility it, yeah. and listened to that. Yeah, and at least talk to the person. Maybe the reason was just talking and then together you could find another way of being together, like because the other person knows and then you find, oh, maybe that's not the right person for you, for mm-hmm. instance. But that's the key. If you don't do that and people nowadays are, really into this idea of yeah everything uh, everything is for a reason everything we just need to um i need to do what i love you need to do what you love or what you find it easier for you to, to yeah this is the problem with like following feelings i think i've done a couple of videos on that as well yes um where basically you know when we just follow the whims and our feelings we basically end up never growing because we need to be in that uncomfortable zone in order to grow so people think oh you know I'm just going with the flow I do what feels right I do what I like and then actually you know they end up not getting anything done (laughs) or you know they end up being um you know actually bad people and they become they, they are you know rude to you know whether it's people they know or don't know because that that is what is natural to them you know and they never look at themselves like okay this is actually hindering my progress let me try and be nice let me or maybe not nice but let me try to you know um actually go through my life learn some etiquette learn how to approach people and how to make them like you and you know how to have good conversations with people so that you actually develop good relationships Whereas, you know, you might just be like, well, I'm an introvert and then you never go out and then you wonder why you don't have, um, you know, connections. Or, um, or even worse, when you try to be like some everybody else to fit in the group and you yeah, have your exactly. personality. Like, for example, let, let's, give, let's give the children thing as an example, you know. A lot of people have children because they think that is the, the, the thing to do. Yes. Whereas, you know, maybe not everyone 
has to have children I don't I I know some people and I would argue that I'm one of those where you know I don't really have like maternal instincts Mm -hmm. and you know I know people that do but for example the people that do they might say well you know I don't want to have kids because you know no one like having kids is like you know the thing of the past right so it's like you really have to like learn to know yourself in order to know what is the right thing for you yes because you know and it's a shame I know so many people that would be amazing mothers and it's like they get a dog (laughs) or there are people that would have amazing lives and contribute to society in a great way if they didn't have children Mm. like they wouldn't have a miserable life because you know it's it's a full-time job and not it's not a job for everybody it is incredibly valuable and it is definitely needed like people definitely need to have children but they need to think about you know their circumstances and you know actually the partner they're having children with etc etc so there's all these things that come into play but we can't we're kind of going off the top here so like (laughs) let's go (laughs) so we always do that (laughs) but um what I wanted to talk about is, you know, the the role of destiny within the kind of flow and this change that is inevitable. Because some people think that destiny is like a, a set in stone thing that we are all going to get to no matter what. But actually, our destiny is a goal, which means we might reach it or we might not. And that will depend on the changes we make within ourselves mm-hmm. are they going to be good changes or are we just going to be you know rolling down the hill being that you know like that bad person that is just comfortable so you know actually becoming our full potential is a process of becoming it's a process of change and it's not going to happen by default and i think this is what most people mistake that we reach our destiny by default and everything is set in stone, it's written in the stars. And well, actually, if it's written, then it's only a guidance. It's never, you know, it's it's never the, the, the full story. It's just a clue to what can happen if we make the right choices. Yeah, I, I agree. Because <clears throat> if we, it's, it's the same thing with luck. Like you build your own luck. You, you, you do your own, um, you build your own destiny, you build your own luck. And I'm not saying that you build your own destiny because you choose what destiny you want to get. Like, oh, you know what? I want to be, um, I don't want to be an astronaut. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm choosing to be an astronaut. And then you start to work that because you are building your destiny as an astronaut. You can build that because you have that free will to do what you want, but is that really what you really need to do and you came here to do and the contribution to the world? That can actually not be the right one. And that's when you act, will maybe not learn the lessons you need to learn. Maybe that choice is made because it's the um, uh, easiest way or because of you know the influence you had from society or from the education you had when you were small. Maybe your dad was an astronaut and you want to be like your dad. Like there can be so many things. So I think what we're trying to say here is that everybody of us, as we're all born with unique skills, there is a reason why we're born with those skills because we need to actually fulfill a specific purpose we have a specific mm. kind of destiny that like we need to achieve yes 
sorry, there was a bit of a delay. Um, yeah. I like the idea that um, we are born into the life with all the tools we need to yeah. become who we are supposed to become, to become yeah. our fullest potential. So you know how now, like, there's a lot of people that are, like, really confused about who they are and they're like basically making up like identities and pronouns and calling themselves like weird things like demons and fairies and things like that it's like it's really bizarre and you know it's it's actually how do I put it it's like it's it's resisting the the natural growth of who you are because you're basically just throwing out the window what you are born as and then saying well I'm just going to completely make up this whole new thing and then just be that so you know it's like it's like the seed thing right you plant a seed you don't see it grow okay well discard it let me just you know do something else and again it's it's you're not even giving yourself a chance to to see and find out who you could be by doing those things by disregarding what we are and really just not even trying to make the use of our talents and skills and being just so lost and just you know identifying with all these things that are not who we are because essentially what we are is our soul and our soul is not even concerned with you know what gender or sex or race we are you know it's just like okay I'm here this is my vehicle for this incarnation this is what I got to use, you know, and you kind of honor that. Mm-hmm. And you try to obviously make the right changes in order to make it the best version it can be, but you never really disregard, you shouldn't disregard it, you mm-hmm. know, because that way you, it's like you're resisting the, the change that is natural, that yeah. happens that, that it's the kind of like force of life that wants you to change and go in the right direction. Because it's and, uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. It's not easy. It's scary. Um, it's scary. But if you, the more you, that's why it's so important to understand who you are. The more you learn uh, who you are and learn about yourself and learn about your negative sides and your positive sides and you learn how to listen to that voice within, to your soul. When you start to learn how to do this, you become the best servant for mm-hmm. your soul. You become loyal. And then you start to do what you actually came to do. You came to fulfill that specific contract. You come and do that. And then you actually become good at it. it, does, it there are lots of lessons to learn and they're important. There is a reason why we all have specific lessons and things to, to learn. But then the awards after it are priceless. Like there's no way. It's not about learning. Like when you go to uh, go to school and 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 be educated in terms of putting information into your mind. It's actually drawing out the information you have within. It's the opposite. It's not about putting information. It's to taking out the information you have within. So then you can do what you came to do, and 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 that's so important uh, in terms of. Um, uh, yeah, education and understanding who you are and following your purpose and don't allow the whole world to, to crumble in front of our eyes. I had a, convers- a conversation with someone the other day and we were talking about, you know, anxiety and kind of like social anxiety that a lot of people go through. And um, the girl asked me, you know, what kind of helped me 
get over that and be more confident to the point where, you know, I can go to a party. I don't need to drink alcohol in order to loosen up. And what I've realized, and I kind of came to me there and then when I, when I was talking to her, is that it's knowing myself. It, knowing who I am has made me so comfortable that I don't need things like alcohol in order to relax and to feel like, you know, I can talk to someone and be sociable because I know who I am. And when you know who you are, you know, living life becomes easier because it's like you become aware of your, you know, advantages and your disadvantages. And you know what you can change and work on in order to become even better. So it's like you don't let these things get to you, but you work on them consistently and you change those things within yourself. And then you embrace the positives and you you love yourself more because you're completely aware of you know your your um you know your good sides and your bad sides and you just feel comfortable with that because you know it and it's like when you don't know and you're kind of unsure you you have no idea who you are that's when all these mental instabilities come in because you know anyone can say something and you will take it personally because you don't know yourself enough to Mm you know, realize that that doesn't even apply to you, you know? Does that make sense? Yes, although I don't think it's an easy thing to do at all. Like, you, in the process, you carry on making mistakes and, uh, like, it can happen that you get and do something that you knew you didn't have to do. So you think, oh, but but you are aware. And then you go and work on it again, and then you get better. It's like it's like with language uh, for somebody that is learning a new language. Maybe you know the grammar, like because I learned English at school, so I know the grammar how it works. And then when I'm starting to talk, maybe I say things in a wrong way, and then I have to retrain my brain to become aware of that rule, that grammar rule, and to use it. So the first time I will just say it wrong, and I'm like, oh, I knew that had to be that way. Okay, I try again, I try again until I get to the point that I I train myself. And I get very good. And then I found out something else I say wrong. And then I have to work on the other thing that works. So it's a continuous kind of change. Yeah, you carry on changing for the better and, and, and refining certain skills and maybe finding out of other new skills. But is is yeah, getting better and getting closer and closer to your destiny, your purpose, and, and to God, because that's what you do. The more you get closer to your soul, the more you get closer to God. And all everything's like um become, I don't know, it's like there is more um meaning, more understanding, more although we we don't really know anything, but within ourselves we kind of know, although we don't really know, but we know, we know more certainly more, and that's very powerful. And uh, people think that you know the the goal of life is to become successful happy rich etc but actually the goal of life is to learn and to grow which means is to change Mm -hmm. so you know how people say you know like oh we've changed you know that's a good thing (laughs) it's a good thing of course not always because sometimes change for the worse but you know to to change and to evolve and to get closer to God within our life that's that's the whole meaning of life 
Mm-hmm. For some, that will bring success. For some, that will bring money. For some, that will bring all the other things. For everyone, is different. Yeah. But so that what I, and growth is the key. Yeah. In fact, resisting change, as we said before in the past, is actually anti-God because you are not uh, making those necessary things for you to, to, to grow. And I would encourage people to work more and understand how they can learn about themselves, how to get uncomfortable in things, how to work hard, because at the beginning can be difficult, but once you, you do it and you start, things completely like really get better at some point. Well, actually, the moment you're less expected, you keep working and working and working and things start to happen and you're like, oh, wow. So you become even more focused when you learn more about yourself and what you need to do. And, and I don't know, and you grow that kind of power, that passion, power in a positive way, power to use in a positive, not like power to control others, but to learn to control yourself. So I think change is inevitable and there is a reason for it. And if actually we consider, maybe I can just say this to conclude, that the soul, I think it was uh, Socrates, but Aristotle as well, were saying that the soul is a continuous motion, like it's in continuous movement. It moves in order, and it is moved and moves in order to create that motion, for, for, to create life and to, to create all the things around us. And in order to move, you need, you need change. Otherwise, it's stable, doesn't move. So that's the key. There is a reason why we need change. And the earlier we start to work on it, the earlier we can go to the right direction and things, and we work personally on a the individual level, the earlier the whole world starts to do that. And we need to work on us so we can teach this to our children because yeah. our children will be the new generation and they need we need to do this for them so then they will have a, a, a better life for mm. themselves. And learn to embrace negative change and not be scared of it because yes. things are always up and down and that's the natural natural world. part of life. It will never go all the way up. Whatever comes up has to go down at some point. And embracing that change and being okay with it and just accepting that you know, sometimes things have to go wrong in order for them to go right. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode and we will see you in the next one. Yes. Bye.